0: Hello everyone, it's Mary Alex and Caroline and welcome back to our podcast Women in Power. Happy inauguration day guys. Um, We are coming at you from a different day. It is obviously Wednesday instead of our usual upload date on Saturday and we are doing this because the vice presidential and presidential inauguration happened today. So we thought we'd take this day to discuss the newest vice president of the United States Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is not only the first African-American vice president, but also the first woman vice president. So obviously we have a lot to be grateful for today. So we're going to be talking about her life and doing a bit of a discussion. So strap in and get ready. Kamala Harris was born on October 26, 1964, in Oakland, California. Her mother, Shyamala Gopalin, immigrated from Tamil Nadu, India in 1958 as a 19-year-old grad student at the University of California, and her father, Donald J. Harris, was a Stanford professor from British Jamaica. Along with her younger sister, Maya, Harris and her parents settled in Berkeley, California. When she started kindergarten, she was bused as part of Berkeley's comprehensive desegregation program to Thousand Oaks Elementary School. Kamala Harris was introduced to different religions and cultures by family friends and her grandmother, who she says was a huge role model for her. At seven years old, Harris's parents divorced and her father moved to a new house. While visiting her father, Kamala Harris and her sister were not allowed to play with the other children because of the color of their skin. These events would begin to form unrest inside of her and would later be a catalyst for her future in politics. At the age of 12, Kamala's mother would take her sister and her to move to Quebec, Canada. She graduated from high school in 1981 along with her best friend, Wanda Kagan. After their graduation, Kagan would move in with Harris because she confided in her friend that her stepfather had been molesting her. Harris would become fiercely protective of her friend and this would move her down the path of protecting women and children in the courtroom as a prosecutor. She attended Howard University in Washington, DC where she worked as the mailroom attendant for California Senator Alan Cranston. After receiving her bachelor's, she would return to California to attend law school, and she graduated in 1968 with a degree in politics. This is when Kamala Harris's career really began. In
1: 1998, Kamala Harris was chosen by the District Attorney of San Francisco, Terrence Hallen, to serve as Assistant District Attorney. In 2000, Harris had a pretty big disagreement with Hallen's assistant, Daryl Solomon, over Proposition 21. This disagreement led to Harris resigning from the DA's office. She was quickly hired by City Attorney Louis Rene, and she worked in City Hall of San Francisco running the Family and Child Services Division. While there, she worked on child abuse and neglect cases. In 2002, Harris decided she wanted to be DA. Even though she entered the campaign with very little name recognition, she was able to secure 56% of the vote, becoming the first person of color to be elected for DA in San Francisco. When she ran for re election in 2007, she was unopposed. In 2008, Harris said she wanted to run for Attorney General of California as long as their current AG, Jerry Brown, wasn't running for re election. When Brown announced she was running for governor, Kamala Harris immediately started getting endorsements from prominent Democrats around the state. In June of 2010, Harris won the Democratic primary, and then in November she won the general election and subsequently became the Attorney General in January of 2001. She was the first woman, the first South Asian American, and the first African American to be Attorney General in California's history. In 2015, Harris announced that she would be running for Senate to fill Barbara Bo- Senator Barbara Boxer's seat. She ended, ended up scoring endorsements from President Barack Obama and current President Joe Biden. These endorsements helped her win over 60% of the vote. She won all the counties in California except for four. In the Senate, she spoke out against Trump and she rose to prominence because of her tough questioning at committee meetings. On January 21st, 2019, Kamala Harris announced she was running for president. She was one of the only people who was able to successfully attack Joe Biden's record. In the second debate, former Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard attacked Harris's record as attorney general, leading to Harris's dramatic fall in polls. On December 3, 2019, she dropped out of the campaign and immediately endorsed Joe Biden for president. For the next few months, there was a lot of talk about Harris being picked for vice president, but it wasn't until August eleventh, 2020, that Harris was officially chosen for VP. She was the first African-American and the first Indian-American to be vice president on a major ticket. She was also the third woman to be on the ticket for a major party after Sarah Palin in 2008 and Geraldine Ferraro in 1984. On November 2020, it was clear that Kamala Harris would be the first woman vice president, and she was sworn in today, January 20th, 2021.
0: Wow. I mean, her life is just so crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, for me, probably the most inspiring part would just be like how, like, she was ready to, like, speak out to the Senate, like, on her opinions on, like... Former presidents and like people who are like attacking Joe Biden, like she came, she came out and stood up, and that is just so cool to me. How she was like, she did not even like think for a second. You know, like, she, she go go go. She like
1: basically got into the Senate and immediately started being like, Donald mm-hmm. Trump, you're a horrible president.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's just really a power move. It's like, honestly, it's like, like she presented her opinions and and it wasn't just like her attacking him. She presents herself in such a professional way. Like she's
1: able to like list reasons for like Mm -hmm. why. Like she's able to defend her opinion in such a way.
0: mm -hmm. That's really inspiring. Which I think is something yeah, it's something that like a lot of people lack in modern world is that they can't seem to they have their opinions but they they don't put any thought behind them. But she always thinks through, like, what she's going to say. And
1: I think, like, that was especially right. evident on, like, the debate stages stages for, like, the mm-hmm. presidential debates. As you could tell mm-hmm. that she's out there and she has, like, all these facts. And she's, yeah, like, prepared with her stories.
0: Vice- yeah, yeah, I watched the vice-presidential debate. And it was definitely very, very obvious that she really thought out what she was going to say. And, like, for a debate, that's hard
1: because you don't know what the other person mm-hmm. is going to say.
0: Exactly. It's like but she of, was just – she's very quick on her feet. Yeah. Okay, so um, would you ever want to be, like, a district attorney or a general
1: attorney? Um, I mean, it would be cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like it would also be, like, hard because you do have to be elected for that. But, like, it's kind of a weird office mm-hmm. to be elected for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, campaigning for that would yeah. be hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. We had a district attorney uh, come into our uh, mass communications yeah, we class did. and speak to us once. And um, that conversation was actually what inspired me to pursue law as my future. And it was... Like so, I could definitely see myself as a district yeah. attorney. Like you know, it, it is an elected position. You do have to campaign for it. It's not just a job that you can just get. But like being a district attorney would be a really cool position to have. Oh, definitely. Because, like the the people, the people want you to have that position, and which I yeah. just think is pretty cool. And like then, to be chosen by the people. And then,
1: like state attorney attorney general, I feel like at that mm-hmm. point I would just rather get into politics instead of like yeah. Like I'd rather be like governor of the state than uh, attorney yeah, general. Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: um, so when when did you first hear about um Kamala Harris? So I'm super into politics. So like whenever mm-hmm. people announce they're running for president, I was like, oop, gotta look into everything about their life. Gotta. <laughs> so Kamala Harris. There was a hot sec there where Kamala Harris was literally my favorite choice. She was my top choice for president. Obviously, yeah. she didn't win. But in like July, in like June, July of 2019, I was like, Kamala Harris, she is my top choice. Mm -hmm. So like I found out like everything there is to know about Kamala Harris. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So um, I, on the other hand, am not as into politics as Caroline. Um, So I really found out about her when the presidential debate, like the 2020 presidential debate really started to kick off. And I did like minor research and I listened to things she would say and I would listen to her speak and I like read up on her policies. Um, and that's kind of when I really first kind of started in a way following her um, and like following what she was doing and like, you know, rooting, we obviously can't vote, but like kind of yeah. rooting from the sidelines, because like, not only is she the first woman that's the vice president now because she was inaugurated today, mm-hmm. but she's the first black woman to be the vice president.
1: Yes, I think she's a really. So yeah, that was. She's a really good role model. Mm-hmm. Definitely, like now, now, that was a really big deal to me. And now it's like, like I could be vice president, like I could be president. Uh-huh. Like she yeah. really no, is it's, opening up the doors. It's definitely.
0: Oh yeah, it's definitely opening up the doors for future women in leadership positions like the president and the vice president it's she is she's truly like i don't know what to say like the laying the groundwork for a future of politics
1: yes definitely Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah she's just and you know obviously the inauguration happened today um and that's why we delayed this episode um because we wanted to talk about the inauguration while it was going on, um, but, like, just watching that, it just made me feel very, very powerful. Just,
1: and I, I I felt so inspired. And one of the things that I was looking forward to for the inauguration was, like, what she would be wearing, since she mm-hmm. is, like, the first woman to be, like, vice president. Mm-hmm. So I was like, will she choose to dress more like how, like, the first ladies and, like, second ladies typically dress? Will she choose, like, mm-hmm. her own? I think that it was a good, like, blend. Mm-hmm. And I think she looked very good yeah. in her purple
0: yeah, I agree. I, I like that she's kind of, she's, like, keeping the tradition, but at the same time, she's making new traditions for herself and, like, kind of breaking the stereotype of, like, women in the office as, like, Flotus and as the second lady. Like, she's, you know, she, she's in a position of power now, and, like, she's the first woman to ever be in a position of power, and mm-hmm. I like that she's able to... Not do whatever she wants, but like, you know, stray from tradition.
1: Yes, since so she can form her own new tradition.
0: Uh huh. I love that. I love that she's able to form her own traditions now of like being in the office. I I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today was definitely a very big day. Yes. For the history of womankind across <laughs> the country and across the world.
1: Very, very historic.
0: Oh, yes. it is. This is going to be a day that is going to be remembered in history mm-hmm. for forever.
1: And I feel like I'll remember Like, I'll remember what I was doing. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking about how, like... Oh, exactly. I was thinking about how different this was for me, especially from, like, 2000, mm-hmm. like, 2016 election and, like, inauguration. Mm-hmm. Cause I, we were both obviously at school that day, mm-hmm. and the emotions were very different for me. Yeah,
0: it was <laughs> it was definitely a very different day because, like you know, being at school, your teachers really, pre- <laughs> my teachers at least, really presented their opinions very yes. clearly, so and I they was still are like, eh. like, to this day. And back in 2016, we were in eighth grade and like I still didn't know a lot about politics, but I felt myself getting more and more involved yeah. in this election after I found out that Kamala was going to be the vice, mm-hmm. like running for vice president. I found myself like getting more and more involved in like wanting her to succeed.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and and here we are. And, and then, then here also we are. like this is related to like the presidency mm-hmm. as a whole is I was reading the other day is Joe Biden has like. Fifty percent of his staff and like cabinet is women, Mm -hmm. and then like also like a ton of the White House chief correspondents are women, which is very Mm -hmm. exciting. His whole Joe Biden's whole communication team is women, so we should be looking forward to that. that
0: (laughs) Yes, ladies out there,
1: yes, doing
0: getting it done. We there's I know there's so many of us like in the White House and like it's really really empowering Mm -hmm. to know that like women are finally being taken seriously in roles of politics. It's really, really great. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I hope you had a really great inauguration day. Um, We will be back to our regular upload schedule of Saturday as of next week. Um, You will see posts on our story throughout the week giving little hints about who we are going to be talking about as well. So we will see you all next time. Thank you so much again for listening. Bye.